On The Go podcast is brought to you by The Sanctuary. For more information, please visit www.thesanctuarychurch.com. We are in the middle of a series, in, literally in the middle, because there's only three weeks of it, and we're in week two, right? So open up your app this morning. If you have the app, open it, because I'm going directly into the notes. So if you're taking notes this morning, I'm going to be starting there. We're talking about baptism. What the heck is that, right? People have so many questions about baptism. What is it? Why do they do that, Right? Uh, how, how old do you have to be? Is there like a certain threshold and then you can? Or do you, you know, you have, do, you, do babies get baptized? There's all kinds of questions come around. Because I've seen people get like sprinkled. They like take a little measuring cup and bloop, you know, and, and then other people, you know, you put them underwater. And, you know, what's the, what's the key to it all, right? It is, it, hey, and by the way, is, is baptism required? Is that like the ticket to heaven? Th- these are the questions that people have come to me with. Like, well, what is that about? So what is baptism? Here's your first blank. Fill this one in. Baptism is symbolic. It is a symbolic and it is public. It is a public declaration of our faith. Watch this. And our identity with God. That's what baptism is. Got that? Symbolic, public, faith, identity. Those are the fill in the blanks there. If you're filling those in on the app, uh, if you're just writing out the note, it is a symbolic and public declaration of our faith, and this is key, our identity with God, with God, not in God. See, here's the thing. People, I, I, I try and explain it to people, and, and if and this is the best example my little brain can come up with, but it's like the day I got married. It's symbolic. It was public. It's a part of my faith, and it's a part of my identity. So here's what happens, you know. I, I put it on, and I remember, I remember the day. See, this is a great reminder of the commitment that I've made. That's what baptism is. It's just a commitment, and it's the reminder of that commitment. Watch this. For both me, watch this, and other people. Other people see this, and they go, that guy made a commitment at some point. It's a reminder of that commitment. So here's what's going to happen. Today, as I said, as I said, part two of a three-part series. So we're in part two of a three-part series on baptism. Last week, we looked at the baptism of repentance, right? That was introduced to us by John the baptizer. That was first given us to us as an example. Here's, here's the way people did that. Like, I'm sorry for what I've done, and they get baptized in repentance. Now, the Christian life is a daily baptism, it's something that I do just about every day with Jesus. I'm daily dying, right? I'm daily dying in repentance. I'm daily rising in forgiveness. That's what that is. It's just symbolic of that, right? And I got to do that every day. Lord, I'm starting again. Please get me away from that stuff. Help me to say no, right? <laughs> These kinds of things. Help me say yes to this. You say yes to one thing, you say no to a thousand other things. You just got to know that. And I said yes every day here. But I said yes every day here. And so I got to say no, no, no. It's a constant moment. This week, I'm going to be talking about baptism of salvation. What was made possible through Jesus. 
That wasn't possible. This, this whole idea of baptism of salvation. It, until Jesus showed up and he takes John's baptism and he makes it very sacred because he gets baptized. And now something else is added to this baptism of repentance. And next week we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit baptism that is then presented by Peter and by Paul. And again, made possible because of Jesus, but it's now not just made sacred, it's made powerful. It's the same thing, but in three different ways, right? Hopefully you will forgive me because, again, these are three things but one, but hopefully you'll forgive me because I have a, a, a very simplistic example of how, how I kind of see the components of baptism fitting together. So are you ready? Please forgive me, right? When you think of hot dogs, what do you think of? Right? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Just get it, get in your mind. Hot dog. You got a picture of a hot dog. So here's, here's what some people think of when they think of hot dogs, right? They think hot dogs. Just hot dogs. That's, they think on a grill. They think, you know, they, it just comes like this. And then some people think of hot dogs like this. And they go, some people in a bun. Look, look at the different ways. In a bun, just with ketchup. Some people like, oh, no ketchup. Just mustard. Or some people... Both. Now you can imagine, we've, now we've seen five different ways that you can do this. But you know where I'm going, right? The dirty dog, right? Oh, some people are like, oh, pastor, it's not even breakfast, right? Now, here's what I want to explain to you. I know it's, I, I, the only word I keep coming with, it's a crude example. Because how can you say baptism, hot dog, pastor, it was Independence Day last week. Cut me some slack. Okay, so here's this thing. I, I go, okay, listen, if I, if, I, if I break it up, see, salvation is just, the, it's, repentance is just the plain dog. That's okay, great. But I want to add the bun to it. That's that salvation. It's wrapped around, right? And then we go, but, you know, here's, here's what happens. We add stuff to it. Here's what's, we're going to talk about this next week. The Holy Spirit that adds so much more to this hot dog experience. So I know it's crude. You'll forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. In this series, here's what I'm doing is I'm breaking up baptism. I'm kind of doing that. You ever seen on your, your the men are all going to go, no. You ever seen on the instruction manual when you're putting something together? Um, and, and they do what's called the expanded or exploded view. They show you something and they go, tuk, 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 and here's what it looks like, right? Let's see, that's what I'm doing with baptism. I, I want you to know something. I, I'm breaking down baptism. It is one thing, but I'm breaking it down because I want us to see the cumulative nature of it, what, what it's made of, and, and how they build on one another. See, repentance is, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm turning from what I've done. I'm, I'm turning from who I am. But salvation is, I'm turning from who I am to Jesus, and then that Holy Spirit baptism, I'm turning from who I am to Jesus with some empowerment to live out this life. Because I don't know how to live it out. Because for me, I just move right back into the same groove. I don't know about you. Give, give me a, a, just a minute. I can slip back right back into my old ways. It's so easy. Just go. It's just a groove I've gotten into. I heard someone say, the difference between a groove and a grave, six feet. That's, that's all right? Eventually the groove becomes a grave. And I don't want to stay in the groove. I want to get out of that. And that's, that's what this baptism thing is all about. So here's another one for you. Baptism is more than your tradition. Fill this in. Baptism is an act of obedience. And, and I need you to hear that. It's like, ah, the O word. 
That's not obnoxious. That's the one they use for me. This is obedience, right? Baptism is an act of obedience to a command that was given by Jesus to his followers. Catch the, the process here. Obedience to a command given by Jesus to his followers. And followers in the house, see? So, so I go, okay, so then this is for me too. We, we have to stop looking at baptism, quite honestly, as, as a religious ritual. Well, it's just something people do in church. I don't understand, you know. They do it and they do it and they do it, right? We need to stop looking at it as a religious ritual and start to see it as an act of faith. Because that's what it was. It was an act of faith. The followers of Jesus were following through on Jesus' command because that's what followers do, right? Followers, right? We, we do what he tells us to do. Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew, you don't have to turn there, I'm going to pull it up here for you, but Matthew chapter 20, he says, he says this, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth, and you know what I'm going to do with that authority? I'm going to pass it on to you. I want you to, see, therefore... Go and make disciples next door. Go and make disciples across the street. Go and make disciples downtown. No, no, here it is. Go and make disciples of all nations. The beauty is all nations are sitting right here. That's part of why I love and I've been here my whole life. I, I have never lived more than 25 miles from where I was born. So I was born in the San Fernando Valley, right? The nations are here. It's part of why I love about Southern California is I can meet people from all over the world right here. Well, he just made it easy. I don't even need a plane ticket. Go make disciples of all the nations. And then he says this. Here's the key. Baptize them in the name of the Father. And, and here's me when baptisms are happening. And I hear them, they go, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I say, I'll say this, in the name of Yahweh, the Father, in the name of Jesus, the Son, in the name of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. I actually give the names. Because that's what he said, baptize them in that name. And I say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Secondly, though, and I, I need to stress this pretty strongly here, no one does Christianity. We don't do Christianity, we can't do faith on our own. This, this, is, this is really important because we're in, a, we're in an on-our-own culture. Everything about apprenticeship with Jesus requires others. That's the problem with Christianity. There's other people. If I could just find a cave on top of a mountain, if I could just be alone on an island, it's the people. And Jesus goes, yeah, it's the people because of, because of this command. I need you to go to all the nations and tell them. Teach them what I've taught you. Think about that phrase, one another, right? One another. It's, it's, it's used over 100 times in the New Testament alone. Over 100 times in 94 different verses. 47 of them are directly to the church and 60% are by one guy named Paul. 60% of the times that you hear one another, Paul's the one talking, and he's talking to the church. This one another thing is huge. And the thing is that we need to start seeing these connections, these gatherings, not just as sit your butt down, 
We, we need to start seeing these gatherings, and I know you're going to have to forgive me again, like the church depot, right? You can do it. We can help. This is where doers get more done. See, listen, beloved, I'll tell you, here's what happens. I don't know about you. I, I go into Home Depot. I go into Lowe's. I go into hardware stores or something. I'm looking for something. i got to fix something at home, right? You know who I don't go to? Those of you who wander those stores, it, it's, it's Target for men, ladies. So you, you get it. Okay. Women can wander around Target for days. Men can just like, oh, the plumbing department. I don't, I don't want to do plumbing, but I'm there. But here's, here's what happens. So I go into Home Depot. I go into Lowe's. And you know, you know what I'm looking for? I never go to a high school college student, ever. I mean, they're right there. They got their little vest on, like, hi, can I help you? I'm, you know, I'm like, no, you, you cannot. You know who I always go to? Those old guys. <laughs> Woo! Right? I always, go, I always go, where's the people with the gray hair? Where's the contractor who, who can't, can't get the roof tiles up to the top of the house anymore, but he, he can't get enough of building. And I want to talk to him. And I go, hey, man, here's what I'm looking for. He goes, oh, come on, aisle 19. <laughs> and he gets all excited. He goes, see the way this thing works together. And he shows me. I'm like, oh. Have you ever experienced this? Have you also ever experienced talking to, no offense, no offense. You ever experienced talking to the non-experienced person? I think that's over in an electrical maybe. For my sprinklers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, sprinklers. That's, that's, uh, that's not lumber, is it, right? That's not lumber. No, uh. See, this is what we're doing here. We're, we're trying to figure this thing out. I'm trying to fix this. This is the first tool. But this toolbox is filled with so many wonderful tools. I, I've been a homeowner for a while. You ever have to buy one of those tools that you're going to use... You knew, didn't you? You knew. It's like, I have to buy that? And watch. And, but first, first I fiddled for 30 minutes trying to get this. And all kinds of heavenly languages were coming out of my face, right? I'm trying to get this thing out. And I'm like, what? So I go, find the old guy. Hey, I got the shower and I'm doing the thing. on the handle I can't. He goes, oh, come here. That's what you need. I go, whoop. Eight bucks. Psh, heck yeah. I bought that almost 17 years ago. I've never used it again. <laughs> but when I went home on valve number two, I went, Weep. it was awesome. Church Depot, welcome to it. How can I help you? Beloved, there are people next to you. There are people next to you who can help you. Ask. Stop trying to figure this thing out. Somebody has done this before us. And oh, the Bible says Jesus has been through everything we've been through. He's our, he's our number one guide. He's the resident expert. No longer a resident, I guess, right? Okay, so here's the thing. I, I say all of that because, see, self-baptism isn't an option. You can't baptize yourself. That, that's not what we do. We need somebody to bring us up from the watery grave. Listen, even Jesus required his cousin to baptize him. Jesus could have just gone into the Jordan. All done. Okay, let's go. No, I need to be baptized by you. In fact, Jesus says, listen, it's required 
This is what God requires of me. Third, and I already said this at the very beginning, and that is that this entire conversation, these three weeks, is about symbolism. It really is about symbolism. If we can get that down right away, that would be best. So I'm going to get over there. You don't have to turn there yet, but if you want to turn somewhere, you can turn to Matthew. So uh, I'm going to turn over to 1 Peter. Check this out. 1 Peter chapter 3, starting in verse 21. Again, symbolism. Water is a picture of baptism. Watch this. Which now saves you, not by removing dirt, from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. It's effective because of the resurrection of Jesus. That, that's what the water is. It's a symbolic moment. You go, hey, it's kind of like taking a bath. This, this, I, I choose to follow Jesus. Good. Now let's wash the old away. This is all new. This is where I begin to, and I do it often, distinguish faith from religion. I, I, you'll find that I, I don't put those two in the same category ever. I think religion is more about following the teachings, following the traditions, following the doctrines, and those are all plural, by the way, because there's lots of them. I think there are numerous religious rituals that we get caught up in like, well, why do we do that? And it wasn't until I started to ask some of these questions, and, but I was asking the contractor the one who built it to begin with. How does this work? And this is, this is tricky stuff, because I was one of them. I was, I was raised in a religious tradition where I got the little cup of water sprinkled over my head. And here's the problem. I don't see it anywhere. It, it, not, not that it can't be done, watch this. It's just I don't see it, because this christening, you know, that's what they call it, christening, I can't choose faith for you. Faith has to be something I've chosen. In the Bible, I can see it. Faith is the stimulus of baptism. I have faith. I choose that. A baby can't choose that, and you can't choose it for them. There is a religious, I'll call it a cult, a cult, not occult, a cult, Mormonism. They baptize for neighbors. You want to, baptize, you want to get baptized for your neighbor? You want to get baptized for an uncle who died? You want to get baptized for a cousin who lives in another state? I'm like, that's like, where does that come from? Where did they come up with this idea? See, because baptism, again, it's, it's about faith. I chose for myself to put my belief and trust in Jesus. Therefore, what's the next step? Step one, baptism. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to show you this. I, I, I put this together several years ago. It's just, a, a, I call them readers. It's, it's 10 pages. It's, you know, it's smaller than the size of this Bible. It's just, it's about this big, but it's only 10 pages. But it, what I did is I walked through the Bible and I said, what does the Bible have to say about baptism? Because I think a lot of people get confused by it. What is baptism? What isn't baptism? Is it, because I was told, listen, I was told early on, well, if you don't get baptized, then you're not saved. You're, you can't go to heaven if you don't get baptized. I'm like, Okay, here's me. Where is that? Because it's got to be in here somewhere. And then you know what I found? I found the thief on the cross. And here's what Jesus, I'll quote you Jesus. Today you will be with me in paradise. After they take you down and baptize you. I, I just, no. So, so who came up with this idea that baptism has, you can't get into heaven unless you're baptized. Because there's this phrase, one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. 
That's why we put, watch this, that's why we put babies into church as soon as we can. That's why I was baptized as soon as possible. Because they go, here, guaranteed, okay, baby got a ticket to heaven. No, baby don't got no ticket to heaven. Baby got to choose Jesus. Because that's what the Bible says. And I'm here to tell you, let me, let me, let me tell you, Jesus plus anything, you're off track. Here, here's, here's what Paul was dealing with. They had all these Jews here, and they're going, well, once you know Jesus, then you got to get circumcised. <gasps> I just used that word in church. Okay. And he's going, no, Jesus plus nothing is the only something you need. Jesus plus anything, you're off track. So as soon as somebody tells you, and I've heard this, oh, you have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's how you know you're saved. Where is that? I, I just keep going back here because this is the tool bucket, man. I, said, I, I don't find it there. Baptism is, again, a symbolic moment. Here's another one for some of you. You know this one. It's a symbolic moment that our adoption papers were signed. It's God's gotcha day. It's when I said, I officially belong to you. They got signed off. We are now part of the family of God. I am an apprentice. I'm living in obedience. And I'm living in community with other brothers and sisters in my family. Because that's what the Bible says I'm supposed to do. Here's another one for you. Baptism. It's the outward expression of an inward transformation. It's the outward expression. This is what I, this is, so I let everybody know. See, again, I let everybody know. I just got to see it as symbolism. It's, this is how people know. I, I, there are people now, they got big tattoos, Jesus, you know. Okay. This, this is that moment, because this is a reminder to me. I remember when I got baptized. I remember. I was in college, and it was the first time that I read this, and I went, how come there are no babies get baptized? I got baptized as a baby. How come... Where does that come from? Then I just did a little digging. Oh, I have to choose this. And so I got, I got baptized as a young adult. It's in my 20s, and I said, this is my choice. My parents can't make that choice for me. I choose this. And I realize I'm stepping on toes right now. In Jesus' name, forgive me. But I do want to tell you, this is what the Bible says. Your parents can't choose baptism for you. That's cool. I am glad as a step of religious tradition and their own faith. They say, I just want my child to be included. And if you were baptized as a baby, yay and amen. But it's time for you to choose to get baptized as an adult. If you have not yet been baptized, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? It's inconvenient. I know. I get it. I do. I get it. Through baptism, we are expressing our willingness to forevermore Listen to me, forevermore be associated with God. Hear that. I'm choosing forevermore to be associated with my bride. That's what I said. I want to be associated with you. When people think me, they think you. And they go, oh, we need to pray for her. I, I, I want people to, when they think of me, they think of one. That's what baptism is, same thing. So here's where I'm going. 
Matthew. Here's where I want you to open up your Bibles. Come with me. Matthew chapter 7. You got a New Testament in your chair back. If you don't have it, open it up because it's good to know where the books of the Bible are, right? This one in your New Testament chair back. That's right in the, right in the front of the Bible, right? It's the first of the New Testament. Matthew chapter 7. You got your phones, your electronic devices, whatever that is. Get that. Matthew chapter 7. Listen to what he says. Matthew chapter 7, starting in verse 21. I'm going to just read right through 23. Watch this. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, 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 exclamation points, catch him. Not everybody who does that is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Huh? Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven are going to enter. On judgment day, a lot of people are going to come to me saying, oh, those are those words again. Lord, Lord, those same words. We prophesied in your name. We cast out demons in your name. We performed miracles in your name. This is a hard one. And in my Bible, this is red and highlighted in orange. Uh, it's red. That means Jesus is saying this. Ready? I'm going to say to those people who said, Lord, Lord, I prayed in your name. I did all this stuff in your name, Lord, Lord. I'm going to reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Now listen, Jesus wasn't saying that he didn't know about them. Jesus was saying there was no intimacy with them. I didn't, I didn't know you. We knew about each other. I, I knew who you were I'm, because I am, right? I knew, but, but we, didn't, we didn't know each other. Yeah, but, but, but Lord, Lord, Christmas, that's when you were born. I have these dates in my mind. I celebrate your birthday every year. Lord, Lord. Yeah, but I didn't know you. He's saying there's no intimacy. See, God knows about everybody. But, do, but God doesn't force intimacy. It's not about what we know. It's about that he knows. And that takes connection. And that takes purpose. So the question is, would you like to experience, if you're here today or you're watching online with us, would you like to experience the intimate connection, the proximity, and the presence of God? That's the question. That's the question of the Bible. All, from this leather cover all the way through the maps to this leather cover. The question is, would you like to experience the, the intimacy and the connection and the presence of God in your life? You can. You can. And I know I'm going to make this overly simple. It's as easy as ABC. I know everybody just heard Michael Jackson. Okay. If you're that old. Oh, man. I know. Listen, I know as far as Christianity and faith are concerned, there's D-E-F-G-H-I-X-Y-Z. I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot involved. But if I'm going to do, if I'm just going to break it down easily, there is A. A, admit you're a sinner. Uh, you know what? I got to repent. It's the thing I talked about last week. I got to repent. I got to ask Jesus for forgiveness. Here, here's what, watch this. Romans, oh, Romans, Romans, chapter 3, verse 23 says this. Everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. I got to admit, B, I got to believe. I got to believe. What do you got to believe? That Jesus is God. I'm going to repent. Right? I'm going to admit that I'm a sinner. And then I'm going to believe that Jesus is God. Jesus came to save me and the rest of the world. Right? John 14, 6. 
I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and nobody gets to the Father except through me. This is, there is no other way. There's no plan B, there's not an option, but he's such a good person, doesn't count. That's kind of scary. That goes get, that smacks in the face of everything cultural. No, you, you need to believe that Jesus, and let's get to see. You got to call on his name. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus is God. See, call on his name. Have you called on his name? Have you learned how to obey his way? I like to obey me. No. Watch this, going back to Romans, oh man. Going back to Romans chapter nine or chapter 10, verse 9. Look at this. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and watch this, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Because it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it's by declaring your faith that you are saved. That's, that's what baptism is. It's just saying, that's me. I, I'm in. I'm in. And so the question is, am I talking to you today? A- am I talking to you today? Are you ready to do your ABCs? Some of you, just get out your camera, clickety-click, because you've got to get this down, right? You've got to get this down. Admit, believe, call. This, man, this is the easiest way I know to have that conversation. And, I, and I, listen, uh, please know this. I take people to God long before I take God to people. I ain't doing this this afternoon on a street corner somewhere going, would you like to know the ABCs of Kingdom of Heaven? I don't do that. But when, when, I have to, when I have to get it out of me and somebody gets to that point, I go, well, actually, and they go, well, so tell me more about Jesus and Christianity. Like, I want to know about it. Well, kind of, it's ABC. What do you mean? Well, admit, believe, call. And I just walk them through this process. This is something so handy. That's why I say take a picture because you're going to have a conversation with somebody. Why? Because the first scripture we read this morning. Go into all the nations and make disciples and then baptize them in the name of the Father. This is what it means. He's getting people into the kingdom. It's not about me going to heaven. It's about how many people can I take with me? I'm there. I'm good. I'm good. If this is for you today, I want to pray. I want to agree with you. You know what? I know about God. I'm pretty sure God doesn't know about me. Did that apply to you today? Have you thought to yourself, yeah, uh, I've been to church, but I don't think I have a relationship with God. When you talk about presence of God, are you talking about like the way I see other people, like they're really calm when everybody else is, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't have that with God. Oh, you can because there's this confidence that there's this hope. Not in the stuff I can see, in the stuff I can't see that has been promised to me, that he's fulfilled all the rest of the promises. This is just the last one. He promised to take me home. That's the last one I'm waiting for. All the rest he's done. So I want to pray. If that's you this morning, I want to pray. So let me do that. Father, if there's someone in this room who says, you know what? I don't have a relationship with God and I know that I can't have it until I come into a connection and a relationship with Jesus. And so right now I'm praying, Father, would you go to these who say, that's what I need. That's the piece that's missing. I've known about God. I know Jesus. I know about him. He, again, born on Christmas, right? Came from the grave on Easter, right? I I got it. I know about God. 
but I don't think God knows me. And I pray when the lights are flashing behind me on the freeway. I even pray before my meal, but I don't think, I don't know that God, I don't think he knows me. Then let him know you today. If you're here and you say, you know what, Pastor Marty, that's me today. Of all days that I could have been here to hear this message, I heard one two weeks ago, I heard, I heard one a month ago, I, was, I watched the one online that was a few weeks back, but today I just happen to be here. Maybe Again, maybe you're watching online, I don't know. But if that's you today, here's an opportunity. If you have not made a public declaration of your faith, you have never said, I want everybody to know I believe in Jesus. I want to believe in Jesus and I want to have a connection and a relationship with him. I want to experience the presence of God in my life. If you've never done that publicly, there's an opportunity. And normally, I know, man, I've been in church. I, I, I was born early, got to that baptism, put the couple, I teethed on the pew, man. I was in church a long time. And I know a lot of pastors do this and I, I'm not one of them. But if that's you, not with every head bowed and not with every eye closed. Because that's what we just read. It's public. Everybody sees. If you want Jesus, come to Jesus. That's me. I, I'm done with me. I'm tired of me. So that's why I came to Church Depot today. I'm tired of the mess I keep creating. The leaks, the brokenness, the cracks. Are you telling me this Jesus can fix it? Yes, I'm telling you, Jesus can fix it. It is a lifelong project. And it is not a DIY. Do it yourself. That's not it. Don't do it. Jesus needs to help you. If that's you this morning, you're in this room, raise your hand. I just want to pray with you. Very simple. Anybody. You're online. I can't see your hands, but okay. Now I can't see anybody's hands. If that's you this morning, you say, you know what? That's what I want. That's the thing that I want. I, I, want, I want Jesus to know me. I want to know Jesus. If that's you, raise your hand. Right on. Good for you. Awesome. Right on. Anybody else? Right on. Come on. See, here's the thing. It, it's like, are, Pastor, are you saying that just, just because I raised my hand, you didn't even have to raise your hand. You heard what I just wrote. If they proclaim it with their mouth, then you're saved. We just added that because I'm, I'm not next to you, so you can say, hey, I want Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. So I just want to just raise your hand for me. Okay, you need Jesus in your life. Let me pray for you. Anybody else before I pray? It's just an opportunity. Here's, here's the greatest part of the Bible. One of my favorite verses. God will pursue you with goodness. Woo! I love that verse, right? Because listen, if you're going, I want to, but my heart is going, I can't do it, I can't do it today. Okay, there's tomorrow because he's after you. If your heart's doing this, guess what? God wants to get a hold of you. He wants to change that anxious heart and give you that calm heart. So if it's not today, tomorrow. But I always say, I'll do it today because I ain't guaranteed tomorrow. Anybody else? I'm praying for these three. Cool. Father, here I am with three who say, you know what? That's the peace. That's the peace that's missing for me. 
And so I'm asking in the name of Jesus for these three who make a unique moment. It's a unique change publicly. I've said it privately. I've thought it privately. I've, I've kind of attended to it on my own, in my own way, at my own time. But today, publicly, I want to say, I want Jesus. I choose Jesus. Now's where the adventure begins. Now's where the unknown starts to unpack itself. And so I pray for these three. Come, show them the way, show them the truth, show them the life. You're the one who has it, Jesus. Let it be so, and it's in your name I pray. Let it be done.